0: Many of us have been to Mexico have also taken in a, a Mayan ruin or two. Chichen Itza comes to mind. And I remember I was going to a Mayan ruin last time we were in the Maya Riviera. And uh, we were talking to our guide and he said, you know, when you fly to Mexico and you see uh, that peninsula, it, it, it doesn't look flat. And odds are every time you see some sort of bump, it's going to be, uh, you know, a, a Mayan ruin. Covered in the jungle, we're finding out that the scope of the Mayas and their civilization, and just how advanced they were, is beyond what was originally expected. Thomas Garrison joins the show. He's a National Geographic explorer, explorer, and an archaeologist at Ithaca College. And uh, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show, Thomas.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Great to to be with you.
0: Listen, I was pretty excited about this because I have been to some Mayan ruins, and you have discovered via high-tech aerial mapping techniques involving lasers that the Mayan civilization is far more vast than you even anticipated originally. Can you give us an idea of what you found?
1: Yeah, um, you know, we we had learned about this this uh technology that basically lets us see through the, the jungle sort of uh digitally deforesting without actually doing that damage. Uh a couple of years ago when when some people did it in Belize, another one of the countries that has a lot of Maya ruins in it, and we said, Well, how can we get the the most out of this? And uh we decided that if we did it in northern Guatemala where the largest preserved tract of jungle in that area of the world is, and we did a, a really, really big survey of it, not just over, you know, one or two places, we might be able to really see something interesting. And it, it really uh, exceeded our wildest dreams in terms of the amount of material that uh, turned up through, through the data.
0: What did you learn?
1: Well, uh, we learned, as you said, that uh, there were a lot more Maya than we thought. I mean, we knew we were going to find some more stuff, but this is, you know, an order of three or four times more than we were expecting. But what's really interesting is it reveals the area in between sort of the great cities that you might visit as a tourist, your your Chichen Itza, your your Tikal. Um, So you're seeing how in ancient civilizations society really functioned. You know, where are they growing their food? How are they uh, walking between sites with road systems? And how are they fighting each other? We're seeing all of these defensive systems and even fortresses that we didn't know existed. So uh, it's really changing our perspective on how the Maya functioned as a whole and just, uh, you know, how expansive everything was.
0: You said there are much uh, more Maya than you originally thought. Once estimated to be a few million, how many, how many Mayas are you thinking uh, would have lived uh, in those structures?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. There, there are a lot of uh, numbers that seem to have been thrown out there in the last couple of days. Look, to be, to be honest, it, it, it's really difficult to put a, a hard number on an ancient population, right? How can you take a census? Um, but you know it 's definitely three or four more times um, i i 'd be comfortable i guess saying maybe maybe ten million or something like that but we 're we 're really talking about uh, even for how expansive our lidar survey was. We've still only done a fraction of this area, so we're sort of guessing and extrapolating out from there, but uh, certainly many, many, many more people than live in that area today, which raises all sorts of questions about, you know, how did they live sustainably there for so many thousands of years when everything today tells us that that uh, things are, are being destroyed at a rate that we can't keep up with.
0: You you found out some things about their agriculture. Can you get into that a little bit? I understand as well, uh, some people surmise they were quite environmentally uh, conscientious. Was that with regard to uh, agriculture and how they grew their food?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the type of agriculture practiced today in that area, including by some of the, the descendants of the ancient Maya, is this uh, slash-and-burn agriculture where you cut down a piece of the forest, burn everything that you cut down so that the nutrients get into the soil, and then you have a nice crop uh, until those nutrients run out, and then you need to cut down more forest. What we're seeing with the Maya is, and this goes hand in hand with all of the new uh, population estimates, is they had very sophisticated ways to. To feed people. And so, in these big swampy areas that, frankly, as archaeologists, we wouldn't want to spend too much time in, the LIDAR is showing us that we have these huge, huge areas that would have been uh, irrigated fields, basically. They were redirecting water and uh, growing crops there. And so, now, uh, you know, our job is to go out and figure out more about that.
0: I understand they were around when the Roman Empire uh, empire was around, right? Is that correct? The uh, Mayan civilization
1: uh, certainly part of it would have would have uh, overlapped with the time of the Romans. Sure.
0: Are we finding that they may have been, you know, although we were looking at it with a different lens, may have been as a, as advanced in, uh, you know, a different way than the Romans were.
1: Yeah, you know, it's hard to to compare. Um, the, the cultures like that, of course, the Romans had metallurgy, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is big. And then, you know, when you think about not just the Romans, but any of the great old world civilizations, Egypt, Mesopotamia, um, they have domesticated animals like horses and, uh, you know, oxen and things like that. And so it changes the way people move around and sort of the relationship they have uh, with different um, aspects of of their world, but one of the things that's uh, really interesting that we have known for a while, you know, the Maya were certainly more advanced than some things happening in Europe. They mm-hmm. could track Venus and the Moon much more accurately than uh, anyone in in that side of the world could at the time. So, you know, each each culture has, has their own thing. What's really interesting is that the jungle has actually preserved all of it for us, because when you think about something like the Roman Empire, all of that modern agriculture and settlements and all those places we like to visit today in, in Greece and Italy, that's sort of destroyed... Um, a lot of the ancient stuff. That's Mm -hmm. just part of progress, and now we have the chance to really see a complete society here, which is not an opportunity we usually get.
0: So what does this uh, mean? What's next? Are you going to go in physically and start to clear out some of the jungle, or uh, are you going to do more mapping?
1: Well, um, we're definitely trying not to clear uh, jungle, but we're trying to find a balance now between wanting to investigate in more depth through uh, excavation and other things that we do in archaeology, some of the questions that have risen up, but then also continuing to map here because part of this big Pakunam LIDAR initiative funded by this foundation is to be able to catalog all of these sites uh, and also environmental information for Guatemala, so that they can start to think about, you know, how are they going to preserve this stuff long term and, and manage it? You know, tourism's a big deal down there, mm-hmm. uh, as as you know, having been to the Riviera Maya. Are do
0: you, do you suspect that this that you may find out with further mapping that the Maya extended farther south than Guatemala?
1: Oh, I mean, I wouldn't rule anything out, but um, you know. It, Those sort of hard limits we have a pretty good idea on, so we have the Maya going into parts of El Salvador, certainly parts of Honduras, but we do have archaeological materials of different cultures uh, close by there, and so I don't know how how much further they're going to expand that way. It's more filling in the map in the area where we are and uh, just seeing much more activity than we had expected.
0: Well, it's a, it's an exciting find, and I uh, I'm sure you've got a lot more work ahead of you uh, with this project. Thank you so much for sparing a little bit of time and joining us on the show. I really appreciate it.
1: All right, thanks for uh, thanks for having me.
0: We'll talk to you later.